Welcome to Tuesdays with Andrea. It's the inspiration station for everyday people guiding humanity forward. I'm your host, Andrea Rios McMillan, and every week I pursue conversations that matter with people who can relate to the common struggles we all face. You'll get to know the person behind the profession and find commonality with people of all ages, cultures, and backgrounds. Listen as friends, neighbors, and coworkers offer meaningful, personal explorations of modern life and the values we hold dear, all for the purpose of strengthening and uplifting others. Welcome to Tuesdays with Andrea. Today we have special guest Jen Mendoza. Now Jen Mendoza was on previously, but the footage was not usable. And so she's very kind and gracious to re-record. So welcome, Jen. Thank you so much for having me Thank again. Thank you. <laughs> and we I know we know each other because we're neighbors. Our kids go to the same school. It was yes. funny because today, Jacob, you know what I have on my computer the guest of before I record each episode, and he goes, Jen and Ben, that is Ben's mom. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's Ben's mom. That's I was so like, funny. that's Miss Jen to you. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. <laughs> so Jen is a networking extraordinaire. And you are seriously the queen of networking. You're involved in so many activities. You are community oriented, but also business minded. And you're, what I see of you is just a woman who's out there connecting and making things happen. And so can you share a little bit about some of those, the the full scope of what you're involved with? <laughs> sure. So yes, I wear many hats, but I take on, because I always have people ask me like, holy smokes, you're doing so many things. But when they all kind of interconnect with one another and help each other, it really doesn't feel like it's adding additional things to your plate. One that I, I, I work with now uh, since last year when I was first on is WESOS, mm-hmm. so Women Entrepreneurs Secrets of Success. So I started the South Aurora chapter last January and have grown it since then to nearly 90 members now. Wow. Yeah. And this thing is an amazing networking event for any type of entrepreneur, woman entrepreneur. I just went to an event that you had on Friday and it's such a fabulous turnout. And it's 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 almost like a leads group. Like you go with your business and you can make connections, but then you make real genuine connections with women who are going through the same things. It's very much needed. Sure. Yeah. So it, it's similar, but not like a leads group. Because oh, okay. I, because no. <laughs> because that segues. I'm actually the co-leader of the an Aurora Chamber leads group. That's oh, through really? the Aurora Chamber. Um, so that is industry specific. So it's only one person per type of business. Okay. And you meet once a month, just like Wesos, but your base. It's a much smaller network. You've we've just got six or seven members. Um, but with WESOS, that is for any woman. Um, the, the membership is for the woman, not their business. You can have multiple businesses. You can work for the same company as another woman. It's not industry exclusive. Um, I love that. It's for the woman, not the business. It's for the woman, not the, and you can represent all of them. Yeah. Yeah, it, we're nationwide. So there's a bunch here in Illinois. We've got some in Florida, Denver, Michigan, I mean, we've got virtual chapters. I just was asked to lead the Chicago virtual chapter. So that's something that anyone can attend, even if they're not doing in-person meetings, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so WESOS is uh, phenomenal as far as um, something for women who are just starting a business, uh, a woman who 
has a brick and mortar and let's say a realtor or a home baker, it really doesn't matter. Or someone who wants to make a change in their business, you know, realm of things. And maybe they're just looking for opportunities to volunteer somewhere or collaborate with one another. I mean, there's tons of collaborations that happen. Mm -hmm. um, so at, that's WESOS. Mm -hmm. And then you have Moms for Moms. So Moms for Moms Vendor Events, yes, that's something that, um, it's an event planning service for women entrepreneurs in Aurora um, to showcase their business and be able to share with their local community what they have to offer. So my partner and friend and fellow mompreneur, Joni, we both started it uh, in 2019 after her and I found ourselves co going to like the school vendor events during the Christmas mm -hmm. season, holiday season. And, you know, we both thought like, man, I wish we could do this more often. Why do we always have to wait yeah. until November, December? So then in that spring... So you wanted to host more events. We wanted to host them, not just be, an, you know, be a vendor. Yeah. So I thought, well, heck, if, you know, this is... Her. And at that time, I was only at home as a Norwex rep. I was home with my kids. Or not my kids, but my one, my youngest son. I was still home with him. My kindergartner wasn't in school yet. Um, so... We just thought, let's start doing this. And the first event we had in, in the spring, we had over 70 people. Or we had 150 apply and over 70 actual vendors participate. That's an amazing And we had out. it at, at uh, the Wheatlands Park. So we started doing that. But we just officially announced today, which is so funny, we are officially a non-for-profit. Yay! Yeah. So now... We can hopefully be able to just bring so much more to the table in helping local women entrepreneurs. And, uh, and so yeah, that's exciting. an event of anyone who wants to be a vendor at these events that you're hosting. Correct. And how many do you have a year? So, I mean, with COVID, just kind of, yeah. we had none in 2020. We had two last year. I mean, between Joni and myself, we both have seven kids Yeah, combined. She is uh, self-employed, making soaps and all, Sudsy Bums LLC. That's her business. And then I have two other businesses that I Okay, run. let's talk about those two now. Yeah. So what are the other two? So Moms for Moms, mm -hmm. Norwex, independent consultant. Okay. So I've been doing that for four years. And then... I'm a uh, business development manager for Multiprint and Digital, a small woman-owned business, certified woman-owned business. So I, I've been in the promotional products industry yeah. before all this extra entrepreneurial things started happening. And it's all because of going through the, the, the waves and shifts of motherhood and being a businesswoman. So that's how yeah. All these other things kind of okay. progressed into one another. So let's go back to motherhood or even to grow. So give us a, a little bit of background of like, where did you grow up? What was your, your growing up experience like? Uh, so I grew up in on the northwest side of Chicago. Okay. My mother was a teen mom. So the first couple of years of my life was tough with her. I know she had mentioned we lived in a car, kind of bounced around from friends' houses and things like that. And then when she did meet someone, um, my ex-stepfather, because she's now divorced, um, it wasn't the best living situation. So there was a lot of abuse, uh, physical, emotional, 
all of that sort of thing. So I grew up just having that I need to get out type mm-hmm. of situation and feeling and wanted her to, to feel empowered to be able to, to get out herself. And um, unfortunately, she didn't leave right away, um, but she did eventually, with the help of myself and my now husband, leave um, an abusive uh, marriage of 20 years and made it out. Um, but that was after I had already left and went to college and things like that. Wow. So was it financial? Is it, is it kind of, or was it more like psychological? Um, it was definitely financial. Yeah. Definitely financial because she had two children with him. And so they were young as well. But uh, I think psychological, just kind of that older mindset of, I can't leave. I really don't have anywhere to go. He's the breadwinner. Yeah. That. and very common. All very common. And I mean, I left at a young age. Um, I left at 18 because I just couldn't take it anymore mm-hmm. myself. Is that I what's just, kind of inspired you to become so independent? And I had no choice, <laughs> really. You mm-hmm. know, I kind of, it was like, kind of like, a, it's him or it's me sort of thing. And so then I left and went to school. I went to college, worked full time, and just I've been on my own ever since. What kind of mentality do you have to have to be able to do that? Like, this is it. This is the reality. Because I'm sure at that age, you still long for your mom. You still care for the relationship. But you have to make these choices. You know you're an adult now. And it's either him or me. And I'm going to choose me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think in the back of my head, not really knowing, I think I was doing what I needed to do for myself so that I could then later on be able to actually be there to help her and it's kind of what happened because once you know I did graduate and was on my own I actually had the means to be able to help her Mm -hmm. you know financially if need be or you know find her that house to rent or the next you know townhouse to buy and yeah you know getting furniture groceries or I'm sure yeah yeah so and you know she was with my younger brother at the time he's now 22 but I mean he was young he was like eight nine years old when that was going on so it was like yeah I want to help my mom but at that point too it was okay it's already been this long and I myself my sister we all dealt with it let's, let's, let's give this young one a chance, you know, let's, like, let's change the, 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 the cycle narrative. Here. <gasps> yeah. 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 Do you feel like you've done that? Oh, for sure. Because then she eventually, I, I got her to come out here because we moved to Aurora in 2009. So I just want to get away, just like do my own thing, start my own Mm-hmm. thing and she followed shortly after her <laughs> I was like come on come on we'll go to school he'll go out, go to school out here yeah and I just knew it would be better they'd be further away from my stepdad and yeah just it was better and does she have a good relationship with your kids now um I actually haven't talked to my mom uh for about two and a half years COVID hasn't helped but we are, we have a very strained yeah relationship understandably and, yeah yeah I think a lot of people can understand and are probably experiencing in some ways 
complicated relationship, maybe not with their mother. Right. I think that is unique to you. And I'm sorry that that's a, like a burden you had to care at such a young age. Um, but I think that it's incredible to see how you use that um, and how, to me, it's not ironic that you're dedicating your life to helping women today. Like, yeah, I never thought of it like that. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely did. I mean, I wanted, I, I thought I would do something with social work. Like I always said, like, I want to be able to help women and children. Mm-hmm. I did not go the social work route when I went to school, but I feel like now it's kind of like coming back to kind me in of. a different way <laughs> because I mean, moms for moms, gender events, and yeah, now the whole, you know, we sos. Mm-hmm. Women empowerment, women supporting women. And it's not just, uh, like like you said, it's not just like a leads group. It's not transactional. It's mm-hmm. not just business oriented. This is truly a community of women. You don't even have to be like-minded, right? Mm-hmm. You, can, you, can, you can have a difference of opinion and style and essence and still be accepted and still want to connect with others. I think that's a very, very beautiful part. Yeah, it's definitely like a no mean girls allowed sort of thing. And everyone is super, just super welcoming. And I'm sure you felt it too, like at the meeting, like everyone's just super excited to see one another. Everyone, you know, if if someone has something new to bring to the table to talk about and share their wins with their business or mention, hey, now now we get to announce that at our next meeting, like, hey, Moms for Moms is a not for profit now. And oh, so if anyone's listening and maybe they don't live locally, right? Mm-hmm. What do they do if they want to get involved? With Moms for Moms. Or WESOS. Or WESOS. Just contact me. Um, we are on Facebook, Moms for Moms Vendor Events. And we're also on Spots on the Fox, which is um, a partner of Moms for Moms. Mm-hmm. As She's well going to be on the podcast too. That's so awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, for sure. So yeah, we're, we're super Super happy to have Spots on Fox be our partner. But yeah, I talked to her about joining Wesos, and now they're partners with Wesos. So I'm like, see what see? happens. <laughs> all, all the collaboration and just all the good that's happening because I swear, like, Aurora is a hub for women entrepreneurs. Yeah. There are so many of us, and I feel like there are resources out there that women just are not aware of mm-hmm. and feel like they're starting things out on their own and you do not have to do that. Yeah. Like there are. So what other things. resources are out there? So I know there's the Women Business Development Center. Yes, that's a, that is a great, that's so a great a, resource. A really great resource. And um, there is the Aurora Women's Empowerment Foundation that's based here in Aurora. So I've never heard of that one. I hadn't either. But they had reached out to me and saw what was going on with Wiso South Aurora and wanted to chat with me about that. And also because of the Moms for Moms vendor events. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to meet with the board uh, sometime in the next couple months. So that'll be exciting to learn more information about them because I think that's um, another untapped resource. Yeah. For sure. Available, but maybe not utilized fully. Mm-hmm. What stops women from reaching out and connecting normally? Do you ever have women who are like scared or shy or what do they ever share that with you or can yeah. you see it in oh, yeah. some of the women that you talk to? Oh yeah, like definitely like especially going through that process of having these one-on-one meetings and connections with women mm-hmm. over the course of last January to this January. Every time I 
you know, meet someone or someone reaches out to me to learn more about what WESOS is and how to to join um, the South Aurora chapter, I get the chance to speak with them for at least an hour or so. Mm-hmm. So doing that with nearly 90 women, I've heard lots of stories hearing about what makes them do what they do, mm-hmm. what their passion is, and just explaining and sharing with them different instances where I've seen other people in the same kind of situation grow yeah. and where they started and where they are now. I mean, I could name drop so many women just from being in the chapter for that, you know, being a part of WESOS network Yeah. just for that one year. I think what keeps them from doing it is one, they don't think what they have to offer is like business worthy or they, they're like, oh, that's just like a little something I do on it's the side. It's not enough. It's not special enough or right. marketable enough. Right. Or they just feel like, oh gosh, I'm a mom. I have a job. I don't know how I can, how I could even like appropriately manage it all. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, sit down. Let me tell you, <laughs> you know, like three businesses, three kids, and still doing, you know, volunteer work, mm-hmm. like with Kiwanis or... Because you're the, the president of Kiwanis now. The Greater Fox Valley Area Kiwanis. Wow. Yes. And what is Kiwanis? So Kiwanis is an international organization that is basically the purpose is to help children in your local area. Mm. So we, as a group, decided um, as a brand new club, because there is an Aurora Kiwanis Club. There's an Oswego Kiwanis Club. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They needed another one, like a subsidiary, another one in our Fox Valley area. So we came up with the name Greater Fox Valley Area. And we wanted to make a name for ourselves and kind of pick a specific niche that we can hone in on. So we want to kind of focus on the need, special needs children. Mm-hmm. So we are wanting to, you know, I'm we meet once a month in person and then do uh, like a Zoom meeting for networking kind of. And do this year we're wanting to meet at different places, like okay. do like little field trips. Okay. So um, a live center, I'm looking at you. I may ask them like, hey, can we- Oh, snap a live center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we host our nightly meeting um, here? And then they can talk to us about what they provide. Uh, we're having our February meeting at Talking Cities Aurora, who we had just met last Friday, mm-hmm. because they want to know about Kiwanis, you know, Greater Fox Valley area. So then they'll be able to share with us what Talking Cities Aurora does. Mm-hmm. So it's mutually beneficial, and it's also a way for us to become known in the community. Um, we have been meeting all of last year since we started in March. We had been meeting at Fox Valley Mall mm-hmm. at the My Perks Lounge, but I think this would be a lot better in helping us grow awareness and momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it makes sense, though, in hearing all of these organizations and um, groups that you're involved in, how they merge together so well mm-hmm. and how one connection here can really help and support and another and how it just creates stronger roots. Definitely. Like it, it just helps you understand what are the resources around me? Who are the people and the connections that can aid these missions and purposes? And ultimately it benefits the women that you're connected with and the women that, you know, come that's, that's the other thing is um, it's almost like immediately tapping into a wider network and, and 
a group behind them. Oh, definitely. But yeah. I like what you were saying, how women don't feel like they're worthy. They don't, or they don't understand how they can manage. And that's reasonable. I, re I remember being in that stage where I'm a stay-at-home mom and I felt like that was it. Like Ooh. at that time, that was it. My kids mattered and nothing else in the world I mattered. Nothing. I did nothing being during a that wife time. and mom. And I actually, I loved that time. But then I remember after about three years of it, I'm like, I need to do more. I yeah. need to work. I need to get out. Mm -hmm. I need to get out of the house. That's exactly what I went through. It's exactly what I went so through. So tell me about that time for you. Well, I had three kids in three years. I mean, when you look at the years, <laughs> it was like 2012 till 2015. I had my three kids. And I mean, I, I was I was home and that was it. Like that yeah. was my life. Did you love that time? I did. I mean, I always worked. I okay. always worked. I worked. The kids were in daycare. <laughs> I always worked. Um, I did try a very small portion of time. I tried being at home and... What came of that was um, Moms for Moms. Mm. Um, <laughs> You're still working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just can't, I can't, it's just not. It's ingrained I, in you. Yeah, yeah. So I just knew that, you know, I had, I was limited in what I could do, so, but I didn't dwell on it. Mm -hmm. I knew that my time would come. And as soon as. That's really important that you just said, I knew my time would come. What do you mean by that? Well, I knew that I had plans to do something, didn't know what they were, but I knew that I was going to do something after my kids would go off to school. Okay. And I just, if, if, if I'm the kind of person, if I don't see something that I would like to see, I end up just kind of initiating you, and creating it. You make it happen. You I create your happen. own reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I had ideas of different things that I would like to see and it just, you know, You've got, I had to quit a job because I'd have to travel too much, you know, and after doing it while the kids were still small enough and not in school, that was fun. That's where I gained like my promotional products mm -hmm. kind of background in the industry. But then once they went to school, I couldn't do that because it wasn't easy for traveling. Yeah. So then I kind of transitioned and I mean, it went in waves and that was another reason why I really felt the strong need to open my own WeSos chapter so that I could share that with the people that I would be talking to mm -hmm. about potentially wanting to join and say, hey, I went through this. Mm -hmm. And I knew so many women through my Moms for Moms vendor events that I reached out to a lot of them and said, hey, do you want to join this? Mm -hmm. So that's why we had like 55, 50 members before we even had our first in-person meeting. Because these women were like, all right, I think she's gonna do what she says she's gonna do. <laughs> and, you know, it's gonna be great because I was so like passionate and enthusiastic about it. Yeah. Because I knew that person can connect with that person and then they can make magic. Make that magic. Yeah. And just sitting there thinking, these people are gonna be in a room with 40 to 50 people, mm -hmm. even if they're just coming to my meeting and don't come, don't go to other ones. But if you go to all the other ones, too, when you're a member of WESOS, you can attend any chapter meeting, not just and the any, one you join So with. is it all through the country? Mm-hmm. But there's like 11 of them in Illinois. Okay, so there's 11 in Illinois, and you can attend any and any chapter meeting. And if you travel, any. say you go to Florida, there's about five, six, maybe. Groups? 
different chapters yeah. in Florida. So like if you're traveling into Florida and you're like, hey, it just so happens to be a WESOS meeting that day, you can do that. It's a sisterhood. It is a sisterhood. And there's three virtual chapters. So anyone can attend those. Okay. That's worldwide. And all they got to do is contact you? They can just contact me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, that's awesome. So talk about the impact and change that it's had on your life. What is the result of it? And it doesn't have to be professionally. It could be personally. It could be anything of getting involved or being involved. And maybe even not we so specifically, but just doing this work of connecting women and creating greater good for your community and for people's economic livelihoods and business impact. You just want to make a positive impact. Mm. What does that do for you? So I had been pondering, because like I told you before, prior, I'm going to be speaking at a WESOS Geneva meeting. And I've never been a speaker before. So I was like, what am I going to talk about? So I came up and thought about that whole creating your purpose through your passion. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I may have gone to university and got my master's in like cultural anthropology. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, international studies, but here I am finding this, this, this purpose and joy in women entrepreneurship and specifically like in my community and in Aurora. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, maybe that's just what I was supposed to do. Help women become more independent of themselves through their businesses Mm -hmm. and just show them that it's not not as scary as they think, and that with the support of all of these other women, you can't not do anything except succeed. Yeah. You have so many opportunities that come to you that you would not have otherwise known about. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got, you've got your support system already built in. Mm-hmm. Like, WESOS is a game changer for sure mm-hmm. for anyone with a business. I mean, you've got outside salespeople pretty much promoting you all the time. You're getting education to help your business. I mean, your stellar performance last Friday had everybody like, let me find me a Gen Zer to help (laughs) with my, you know, my social media and everything. So, I mean, there's just so, so much benefit to it. Yeah, there is. There's so much benefit. So where do you want to take this? Do you want to grow WESOS? Do you want to grow the nonprofit? Do you want to... I want to do it all. What are you talking about? I want to do it all. I want to do it all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, Joni and I have uh, big plans. We have goals and plans for for Moms for Moms. And I think with the help of each other and with WESOS, too, because we've got this tapped-in network of women, it'll grow even sooner um, because of that support. And so for moms to moms, what qualifies a vendor? Like what is, what are the main criteria that you need? Let's say I just have to be a woman pretty much. And make something, provide something. You, anything. What if they're not good with marketing themselves? I'm just throwing something out there now, but like how, so I'm a woman and I'm interested in your in WESOS or Moms for Moms. Mm-hmm. Maybe I create art and sure. that's my product or yeah. something. I'm an artist. 
what do I contact you and then just start putting them on display at these events? So our And do I pay a fee? Yeah, so all the vendor event, particular vendor events are depending on what the venue charges. That's kind of dependent on what the vendor registration fees are. There's obviously costs involved for Joni and I for the vendor fee, insurance, marketing, things like that. Um, The size of the space that we have also depends on cost too. So if we can fit 30 versus 60 vendors, the more vendors you can fit, the cheaper it the, is the cost you. is. And mm-hmm. that's another reason too, because, you know, we want to make it affordable for women. You know, there's a lot, we've seen since 2019 when we first started, there weren't really vendor events. Now they're like popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we see the cost of some of them and we're like, holy cow, mm-hmm. this is crazy. You can't, you know, we can't expect people to want to do them back to back to back when you've got a high vendor registration fee. Yeah. If you're paying $500 for a table. Oh, goodness. No, it would never be that much. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, when we first started, it was like 30, oh. 45, 55, 65. Oh, that's doable. Oh, yeah. No, no. We try to keep it very, very, yeah. Okay. Very uh, economical. But we um, are planning on three events this year typically like to keep a couple months in between because it gives us enough time to properly market. Mm -hmm. We also don't want to have the same repeat vendors all of the time. So if we had all of them listed, we'd have everybody say, oh, bing, 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 I signed up for all of them. And then it wouldn't allow for other people that might hear about us on this podcast yeah, or, you know, at a different chapter meeting. It doesn't matter what kind of business you do. If you're a service if you offer a product that you, an artisan, you hand make something. If you work for a nonprofit and you're just wanting to get people to know about your organization, you're just getting a space. Yeah. That's it. And there's no other requirement. The, you're offering the platform. Offering the platform. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I have an online platform too. What is it? Well, no. <laughs> so it's called Women Entrepreneurs of Aurora and it's a Facebook group. I believe W-E-A. you're in it. W-E-A. W E O A. Okay. I don't use the acronym a whole lot, but Okay, that's how I remember things. Yes. Yes. So Women Entrepreneurs of Aurora and I also had re revitalized a page that was originally like a, a mom's uh selling and buying kind of site. Because those those were big when my kids were smaller. Oh man. That's, we were, that's that, this is how this is the only communication I did was like, hey, you wanna get this crib for me? Like <laughs> for free? You wanna trade for a pack of onesies? Like that's, you remember when Buku yeah. started out that it was like that was it, it was like that garage selling for moms basically. And that's still going around. I've I heard people still going to that. Yeah. One. So yeah, so I had a page for like seven years. And last year I renamed it, repurposed it, and created Women Entrepreneurs of Aurora, because me having three businesses and you, you know, a lot of people go into different groups, Facebook groups to promote themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, you can either do it once every week or Girl, whatever. you are good at that. I see your uh, Facebook name in so many different groups. <laughs> like, well, it's because I was in those groups when they were like well, sale groups. Hey. <laughs> So that's awesome. So yeah, my group is a platform for women entrepreneurs or business owners, whatever, to post on specific days of the week, depending on what their business type is. So if you have three businesses and they're different types of business, you can 
post Mondays and Thursdays if you're a service provider, Tuesdays and Fridays if you're a direct sales rep, mm. and Wednesday and Saturday if you're an artisan. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday is for anyone to post any upcoming events. And I like it because it, it distributes kind of the the craft or the the work that you do mm-hmm. nicely. Yeah. So it's not like you're blogging the feeds. Yeah. There's- Just everything. Yeah. And I approve everything to make sure because a lot of people post and it's not on the day. So then I just wait until the next day or whatever day it is, you know, and then I approve it. So, I mean, but it's just, it's a free way to have social media help you. So what is this group? Women? Entrepreneurs of Aurora. Of Aurora. Okay. I'll put the link on there. I have another one for Chicago too, but Women Entrepreneurs of Aurora is kind of like a nice, it's a platform too, where I share things about Weso South Aurora and I'm thinking like my sister, she, her and her um, business partner published a book. You can go on there and promote that too, right? We have our authors. Yeah. That's awesome. Victoria Maldonado. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, what does your family say about this? What does your husband and your kids say? Do they get tired of you working all the time? Do they love this? Does this... My kids think it's cool. Yeah. My kids are like, my mom's so cool. She does <laughs> she this, this, and this. She does this, this, and this. Um, my husband's super supportive. Uh, I don't think he grasps the entire idea of everything that I do. But, he, I mean, he helps me with events. Because you do it so well. Like, you know, I don't know. I really don't know how you do it all. <laughs> I, like, how do you do it? Well, I always say, I mean, it's like you, it's only one event every so month, couple of months, you know, for Moms for Moms. Kiwanis meetings are once a month in person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, it's not like this is a everyday sort of thing. Okay. You know, so we, so although everything is always top of mind and my radar is always like, do, 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 you know, thinking of different things. Mm-hmm. It's not something that I have to actively show up for every single day. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is supported through Facebook, the social media platform. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's what it is, you know. I mean, WeSo South Aurora was born out of Zoom. Really? Yeah. It's it, so because it started during COVID. It started yeah. during COVID. Mm-hmm. And this chapter, yeah. Yeah, this chapter did. No, WeSo's network has been around 10 years yeah, as of yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in terms of you running the group and starting it. The South Aurora chapter, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, it was all via Zoom. Um, we had our first Zoom meeting March. I was announced as the chapter being started in January. First Zoom meeting was March. We had 50 people. And then the first in-person was April. Do you ever get like anxiety from the pressure of keeping it going of continually doing outreach and media postings and and then picking your kids up from school do you ever have those moments of this is heck this is a lot of weight to bear heck yeah yes and it's typically and my partner Joni can contest to this this is usually leading up like the week leading up to an event Mm -hmm. um I've gotten really stressed out (laughs) Like before, for for me, I get really anxious. Even during inter- podcasting interviews, once I'm in the chair, I'm fine. This yeah. is this is great. But I always still get a little bit nervous. Just I'm leading up, to but it. I can imagine uh, like 
I can't. I've produced tons of events, but like, man, what do you do? How do you deal with it? So I, I know like when I first started doing everything, the first time I was a little nervous. We so definitely helped me with losing that kind of scaredness that, mm-hmm. that, that um, through public speaking, because when you're at the meetings, you have to public speak in front of everyone in the room mm-hmm. and say what you do. Attending WESOS meetings, you know, years past, I kind of built that up, but I was terrified. Lots of people are like, oh my gosh, I have to speak mm-hmm. for 30 seconds. And it's like, by the time you start talking, people get the the hook. You're like, stop yeah. talking. Um, so I don't, I don't take myself seriously and I, I'm just like really laid back with things because I used to be the other way, very high strung, very like everything needs to be a certain way. Buttoned. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think having the kids helped me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no <laughs> other choice. Yeah. So <laughs> I have like, I mean, I'm still pretty. You have to, you're still orderly and you're still on top of things sure. and you're still scheduled and regimented. Do you have like a, a routine or a process that helps you or any tools that help you stay organized? You know, if I had a dollar for every time someone asked me Do that, you? <laughs> um, tools, I would just say like, if there's certain things that I need to maybe get out there and post to different places. Yeah, like do you use like Hootsuite notepad. or something? No, notepad. Oh yeah, I use my notepad. My yeah, notepad. That is like, <gasps> that is my grocery list. That's my itinerary. Yeah. That's my lists. I make my daily lists, weekly lists. Yes. Can we goals. give Apple Notepad some notepad. shout out right now? Woo, woo. Woo, woo. What would we do without it? I don't know. You know what I like about it? Because it also syncs to my Mac or my phone, um, and so I can access it virtually on any device that I have. Besides my actual kind of nine to five, quote unquote, that's all pretty much kind of on my laptop. But like everything else, I manage and do from my phone. Yeah. So the emails, the posts, the graphics for everything. Even graphics? Even the graphics. It's all from my phone. Wow. Do you use Canva for graphics? I, do. I know we love. I love I, Canva. I use Canva, and then there's another one, Photify. I had been using Photify, but now I like Canva. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's a tool. Canva's a tool. <laughs> it's an app, yeah, and an app. Uh-huh. Um, so what else? Anything else for anyone who's listening? What do you want them to know about you and the work that you're doing? What do you want to leave with listeners? Leave with listeners. Um, I'm really cool. I like to Very get to know cool. people. Um, if, if you want to learn how you can grow your business, grow your network, grow your visibility mm-hmm. via promotional products, via, you know, networking with other women. What are the promotional products really quick? So that, that you can offer anything, anything you need to put your logo on. Like hats, merchandise? Merchandise. So if I want, like, I want to create merchandise for yeah. the podcast. That's me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So that's a one thing. So we do, yeah, we can create websites. We manage SEO, social media. I focus on the promotional products. So yeah. people always just think like your pens and your business cards and anything that you need. So why I thought that that would be great, a great tool for me to be able to offer these women in these 
networking in WESOS is because if they've never done a vendor event before, I can now get them the table cover. I can get them the retractable banners. Mm -hmm. I can get them, you know, the apparel and the clothing. And Yeah, you can get them set up for the booth. All that kind of stuff. And things that they want to give to people. So if they want to put stickers on their boxes or have boxes or have Oh, that's so smart, Jen. Yeah. Full service. Full service. I'm your one-stop shop. Legit, if you're trying to like grow your business. Okay, so next season, y'all, you're gonna see some merch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I a- want to get some merch for uh, Moms for Moms. Yeah, yeah, we have. We're on spots on the Fox. Uh, we're listed as a partner of theirs, so anyone who is interested in joining Spots on the Fox, they can use Moms for Moms promo code. Okay, and save through if they want to have their own spot on there. Nice. Then just go to you too for that or? Yeah, or they can go to Spots on the Fox and look up Moms for Moms Vendor Events or go to our Facebook page, Moms for Moms Vendor Events. And then they just mention this and then they get the promo code. It'll be, it's listed Listed. on the website. But I mean, people can find me on Facebook, Jen Mendoza. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got a couple different emails, but also, um, mendoza.wesos, W-E-S-O-S, okay. at gmail.com. And that's where they can reach out to. Anything else that you want to leave with listeners? Yes. I want to say that, you know, whether you're a mom in business or you're a pet mom in business and you feel like you've got too much responsibility at home, you can do it. You can do it. You can still do it. And you'll be happy you did. Because it may not just be as hard as you think it is. And but what if they think it is hard and they think they can't do it to me? Just have them talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) And then what do you say to them? I just, I just tell them, I just have so many examples. Yeah. You know, that's the other nice thing is is you do. There are so many women and so many examples of everybody's situation that you can find that story you can find the how right just looking at the different women who are involved yeah and i mean it, it i mean it, it's also too there's other factors that might keep people a little hesitant to doing things like that i mean there's just different personalities or just the overwhelmed sense like you spoke of i mean so there's different things but Guaranteed, we've got a Wesos woman to help you with any of those issues you might have. You heard her, y'all. Come to Wesos. <laughs> or come to her directly because she will certainly know which group to get involved with and which area would be of most benefit and interest to you, right? And that's For also, sure. I think, key is that you take time to know each woman. You take time to learn about what are the needs and the priorities and then being able to understand where are the um pathways to connect for sure yeah and mm-hmm. that's that's the beauty of Wesos. that's that's kind of the foundation is getting to know all the sisters it's we call Wiso sisters getting to know all those women mm-hmm. on a one-to-one basis and then everything that comes later on just naturally comes because once you get to know the person you become friends yeah you obviously want to help support their business yeah uh, yeah it just, mm-hmm. it's a natural thing. So yeah, it's completely different concept than like a leads group or other types of groups like that. Cause I've been in them mm-hmm. and I am currently in 
And I yeah. love it. I love that this is the work you're doing. I love that you're doing this work. I love that you have the ability to make all of these active connections. And I want to be able to to help you do that too. 